thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. The Naked Scientists podcast comes to you from Cambridge University and is supported by the Wellcome Trust, the EPSRC, the STFC, the Natural Environment Research Council and UK Fast. For more cutting-edge science, join us online at nakedscientists.com. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. This week, how feeling heavy keeps you feeling good? Hi, I'm Matt from Norwich. I was wondering, what is the minimal gravitational force required to keep astronauts healthy during long space voyages? Would it take one full G, or could we get away with less? Being left in space can lead to muscle wasting and osteoporosis. Here's Dr Kevin Fong, who's co-director for the Centre of Aviation Space and Extreme Environment Medicine. That's an excellent question, and the answer is probably. The problem with long-duration spaceflight is that uh, microgravity has a range of very negative consequences for the human body over extended durations. And when we're talking about going to Mars, missions that may be up to a 1,000 days in microgravity or only partial gravity, the big question is, how do you protect astronauts during that time? And you've got two options. Either you go quickly and reduce the exposure to microgravity, or you put up with the long-duration stay in space and you introduce a countermeasure, and that countermeasure should be artificial gravity. They've experimented with what might be the best prescription for gravity. You can think of gravity like a drug. Certainly on Earth, we are not constantly exposed to an unchanging 1G environment. When you run up and down a flight of stairs, you shock load your joints, and you get more than 1G loading at load-bearing areas during exercise or impact. When you're asleep and you're lying horizontally in your bed, along the vertical axis, your body is essentially perpendicular to the gravitational field and so is gravitationally unloaded. And indeed, that's how we simulate microgravity here on Earth. We put people in bed and tilt them six degrees head down. So what is the dose of gravity that would work? And I was involved in a pilot study that suggested that if you lay someone down on a short-arm centrifuge and you centrifuge them at a rate of about 40 revolutions per minute on a device that has a radius of about three metres, that that provides sufficient loading if you do it only twice a day in two one-hour doses to protect a lot of the systems of the body, but not all of them. So centrifuging astronauts in a wheel similar to the ones you find at the fairground may be one way of counteracting microgravity and its effects. On the forum, Clifford Kay said that, given gravity varies slightly across the Earth, it should be expected that humans can tolerate some differences. But more research is needed to find out if an environment with less than 1G will still be sufficient to maintain good health over time. Next week, why not grow a moustache to answer this question? Hello, I'm Damon from Blackburn. Do cat's whiskers and human facial hair have anything in common in terms of their uses? 
Cats are said to use their whiskers as sensors so that they don't climb into a space they won't get out of. Now, have you ever seen a human do the same thing? Answers to Chris at thenakedscientist.com. You can join in the discussion at the forum, which is at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum. You can Twitter at Naked Scientists, or you can join the Naked Scientists Facebook page. The Naked Scientists Question of the Week, brought to you in association with the How to Wisman Foundation, supporting science and education from Alpha to Omega. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.